Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. We have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you, so let's get started. This is episode 187, What's Up at Our Houses? And as always, you can find the show notes for today's episode at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 187. We're so excited to share with you what's been going on. There's always something up at our houses and probably up at your houses too. So who's going to kick it off? I'm redoing my master bedroom. We had it painted and we had the flooring done while I was literally in bed. So they worked around me and they did a wonderful job. I just needed to get this done. Now we're adding all the fun and pretty things to it. So I should have that done. Um, You know, the rugs can't go down until I can walk. So um, I should have that done in another month and a half, maybe. We are also finishing. We gutted our bathroom and now we're having the professionals come in to put in one of those beautiful shower showers that have the leaded doors. You know, the Oh, the, I love that. Look. Oh yeah. I'm really excited about that. And we decided to forgo because it does have a bathtub in there to forgo the bathtub because we have two other bathtubs in our upstairs. We have three um, full baths upstairs. And then as soon as the weather breaks, we've had snow like crazy this spring. Um, Our wraparound porch goes three quarters of the way around our house and it's a floating mahogany porch, marine grade, and we've always stained it. And that is a huge job. But I think what we're going to do now is we are going to make it an opaque color which will last longer to match the house. This is a, we're not doing this. This job is just, Bobby used to do this. He's done this ever since we've lived here. And I just said to him, enough, let somebody else do that. So I'm picking out colors of gray and charcoals. And then this is an easy one. We're painting our new door. I mean, our door, a new color. And I am might go the way of you, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, because you've convinced me about those beautiful, shiny black doors. Mm. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love yeah. it. So that look great. That's that's the news from my house. What about you, Kelly? Uh, well, we've always got a lot going on here. And I feel like we're, uh, you know, we're coming to almost, you know, the end, but the never done. But, you know, the definitely oh. <laughs> all fluffed out portion of our renovation restoration here. Um, but it's definitely still, you know, some ground to cover. Speaking of ground, what I'm doing outside is creating these raised beds. And I want you all to take a look at this, these absolutely stunning raised beds that I was able to find. I had pinned this image probably two years ago with the plans of tracking these beds down. They're metal, they're corrugated metal, and they're very tall. They are from metalgardenbeds.com. That's easy to remember, right? All they create is metal garden beds. And I have the elevados, which are almost three feet off the ground. So they're two feet, 10 inches, and they're three feet, five inches long. 
And they're just about two feet wide, which is perfect for my space. So I'm doing it on the side and of the backyard. And um, the area now has rocks on the ground. And I was initially going to put our outdoor table over there, but it just seemed too crowded and too hard to move the chairs on the rocks and all of that. So it's really morphed into... Um, just this sort of, it was this empty space and I was just going to put a potting bench and whatnot there. But then I thought this is a perfect spot. It gets a lot of sun, which you need for raised beds. And I spoke to the owner of metalgardenbeds.com, this guy, John, he's awesome and definitely stands behind his product and so excited about it. So I am setting them up and filling them with tons and tons of great soil. And we're actually making videos of the process. So I'm, that'll be one of my first really full, complete, uh, not off the cuff videos of wow. just, you know, walking around my house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, so we've been working on that. I'm, I can't tell you exactly when that's going to come out, but I'll have that up on my YouTube channel when it is done. But if anybody's in the market for raised beds, these are beautiful, well-priced, and they come two in a pack and you put them together, you know, probably in 15, 20 minutes, you can have one set up and it takes, uh, you know, some great soil and, you know, you could do seeds or you could plant plants in there. So I'm at the point where I'm just filling them all up. And as I said, we're creating these videos, but I think it's going to be such a beautiful area in my yard. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we've got some other stuff going on inside. And one of the thing that we, other thing that we did outside, which I thought was really great addition um, and really helpful, is we put up shelving in the garage because I have a lot of bins for the holidays, you know. And even though I've purged and I have uh, definitely eliminated a lot of the Christmas things that I'm not using, you still end up having some, you know, some bins, a significant number. <laughs> and uh, I will be truthful; I do have a significant number and. And um, so we put up these shelves all around and I thought, well, let's try painting them all black and just see if they recess like I say they do, right? When you use a dark color, well, Mm -hmm. wow, they do. So it was fantastic. So we painted bins. No, we painted all the shelves. Oh, the shelves. And now I just wish that I had all black bins too, but I I really, I don't think I can spend the money to switch my green bins to black bins, but I do have you you black bins. (laughs) But what I'm going to do is this. So we had shelving put up all around the walls and we had our um, carpenter do that because it had to go into the cement cinder block and all that stuff. So three levels of shelve, shelving and from, so basically floor to ceiling and then used a sprayer and sprayed them all black, everything. So the walls are black, just didn't do the floor. And wow, it just, it just fades away. Instead of when you walk into the garage feeling like, oh, there's just so much stuff and all of that. It just, the, the shelving units, uh, the wooden shelving units and the walls just sort of fade away. It looks so nice and clean. And then what I'm planning on doing is um, when I have everything organized and the bins are in there, rather than switching the bins out to black, I, and another way to also just disguise what's back there is I'm going to hang wooden rods, you know, that you could just get at Home Depot or wherever. And I'm going to do drop cloth curtains in front of all the bins. And so that's what you'll see in the garage. You're going to have a very fancy garage. I think so. But, you know, really doesn't, didn't cost that much. And, uh, you know, as we know, the the drop cloths are really inexpensive and you're basically talking about like one seam and a wooden rod. And that way everything will just 
be hidden back there and it won't look all sort of, you know, jumbly ever. And, um, because we use our garage not only for the car, um, but my staircase to the podcast studio is in there. And that's how I get up to my attic uh, studio office. So I want it to look nice when I walk through. Oh, great. Oh, I have some other news that I'm very excited about. What's that? My book is in the warehouse. Oh, that's awesome. I've been waiting. <laughs> the, the I thought you forgot edition. to send me one. <laughs> well, no, we're, I'm sending you one, but I don't even have one yet. So I need to, yeah, we'll get, we'll get one to you both, but it's oh, um, fun. But this they is just second emailed, edition. Wow. Right. The, the publisher just emailed me yesterday and said, it's in, it's here. It's here. So I've called them and said, send me some. So yeah, cause I'm speaking on, uh, Saturday to a church. So I was hoping to get some to bring with oh, me that's in case wonderful. anybody wants some. But Good yeah, so you. we'll have a link to that in the show notes. But it's French Accents Farmhouse French Style for Today's Home. And it's the second edition. So I'm very And what excited an accomplishment to have a second edition. Good for you. You go, oh, girl. Thank you. Thank that's you. That's what I say to you. Hey, something happened in my laundry room. I'm finally finishing that. And but did you have a fire like I did? No, I did not have a fire, but I really, I we, we, we went away for the weekend a little bit and I was going to put the dishwasher on before we left. And I thought, oh no, no, maybe that would go on fire. And yeah, so I've definitely yeah, learned a lesson from your unfortunate scenario, but I did have that a pillow explode in my laundry that I showed you. Did I tell you guys about that? No, you didn't well, tell I got me a, about it. I got I, a picture of it. it I think I funny. texted you, oh. Yvonne, because I texted on the line. So I, you know, as we say, and it is true, you can wash those pillows, uh, you know, the downy pillows, and you just do it on a light setting and all that. And then you can do it with your dryer balls and all of that. But I had one, and here's the thing. It was like the cup, you know, you know, they're just that, whatever fabric that is that, you know, the very thinnish cotton that encases mm-hmm. the pillow, you know, before you put the real cover on and all thing. It just kind of looked old. I mean, it didn't look Uh-oh. gross, but it just kind of mm-hmm. looked like maybe a little more fragile. And who knows how long I've had this pillow insert. This is one of the things I was gathering up to put on my new shelves in the uh, garage. I mean, most people don't have a garage shelf that's really long filled with pillow inserts, but maybe Yvonne does. I don't know, but now I do. <laughs> And actually, another tip is I did take all my pillow inserts and I put them inside one of those Christmas tree storage bags that I told you guys about, those mm-hmm. elf bags. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that worked out great. So I have a gazillion of them in there. And a few of them, I was like, you know what? These just, I don't know. They've been moved from a couple of houses. Maybe I'll just wash them. So this one I washed and it was a big 22 by 22. Ugh. And I put it in. And then I heard the beeping sound and I go and I looked like I had put a flock of chickens in the washing machine <laughs> and put it on high spin because you couldn't oh. see anything except the vest. I cannot tell you how many feathers were inside that pillowcase. Like, oh, and they smell so bad when they're wet. And they're wet so, and they whoa. smell. And, and it, and there was like, I threw in like a couple of socks. Just like, oh, so I did you socks. try to throw them? Did you try to put them back in the pillow or did you just throw it all out? Oh, and yeah, they were soaking wet and the thing was in shreds. So I didn't try to revive it. So no, I, if anybody would, you would. Well, it's true. I don't know. I don't know. It went like, uh, this whole thing went on for like a week. I mean, I couldn't even talk oh. about it. It was so upsetting. I think I took that picture. I might have sent it to you guys and my mom. Like, I cannot believe how stupid I am. Like, why was I like, oh, oh you know, for whatever I could get it at Ikea. Oh, no, I'll just wash it. Even though it had like one of those like water, you know, like a water stain. Somebody spilled something on the pillow. And I was like, I could just wash this. 
Don't do it. If it's old, don't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Goodness. So then my washing machine is all had just been newly the the whole cat you know the top the countertop and the for the molding oh. had all just been newly put in and then painted like literally like four days before and I couldn't pull the washer out plus it weighs a ton so I'm in there and I'm pulling out all these feathers I mean just two garbage bags full of pill- oh wet my goodness things. and I'm dragging them out oh, drag, drag, drag. and so long story short that innocent little pill. then the water I had to drain the water with all the feathers out of the bottom oh. and then. It, so much water started coming out. It went under the washing machine. And so <gasps> then it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so then it set off some triggered, like some leak protection. Uh oh. And so I had to <laughs> wait for it to dry out or I could pay the $160 for the guy just to come and look, you know, and like he wasn't going to be able to do anything and you couldn't reset it. So I had two fans blowing on it and every day I'd go to check and finally one day I would go to it and I'd just be like, please, please, God, please let it work. (laughs) Press the button (laughs) and it wouldn't work. And then finally one day... It happened and it worked again, but that was maybe seven days later. Oh Oh my my God. So tip a don't do that. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Oh, I have another exciting announcement. Yes. Well, Kelly and I, now Yvonne was busy. She was invited, but she couldn't come. But Kelly and I worked on a house on Texas Flip and Move. And work we did. We worked I'm hard. so glad I didn't go. I would have loved <laughs> to have been with you. We worked, worked, worked. The work that I, you talked about doing, oh, you girls are amazing. Well, it is going to air on the 27th of April. So set your DVRs or watch it. It's episode 904. I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's 904. It's called the most fabulous house we've ever done. (laughs) No, I mean, not we've ever done. Certainly not we've ever done, but the Mm -hmm. most fabulous house Mm -hmm. Texas flip and move has ever done. I think that's what 904 is entitled. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. It's like, Anita and Kelly, but you don't really see them on on. No, on because TV, we're moving so fast. You can't that's even right, see That's right. We're moving so fast. You can't it's just see like us. a flash. A flash. That's so, right. from, so we're all yeah. behind the scenes, but we, we yeah. help them do yeah. that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Help. Mm, capital letters. <laughs> but, okay. So from that, from working hard to working on beautiful, creating beautiful needlework, we want to talk to you right now about our sponsor, FrenchNeedle.com. Absolutely gorgeous items, either kits or fully made needlecraft items, all from France, and the supplies you might need, and scissors, and tatted jewelry, and scarves, and these handbags that Yvonne can't get enough of. So absolutely beautiful. So artisanal, handmade, Items and that you know you really don't see anywhere else, and items that you can create so clearly with your handiwork would be a one of a kind. So we really urge you all to head over to FrenchNeedle.com and enjoy uh, the website. It's so beautiful, and also if you're a needle crafter, I mean this is really sort of your mothership. This is the place you be going. Also, uh, Lisa, who runs FrenchNeedle.com, she also has these fabulous tours to France, and they visit all these. Um, they highlight all these visits of 
these wonderful needleworking um, towns and shops and, uh, you know, places where all the, this work is created. I just absolutely love everything that she's got on the shop. So head over to FrenchNeedle.com. I think you will too. And we'll have a link in the show notes. So let me just dump back into my laundry room. Then after I cleaned up all the feathers, right? And I suffered through maybe six days of drying out the the washer. And <laughs> I felt like such a big two. doofus for doing that. And I didn't want to spend the money on the guy to come to fix it. Um, so, you know, everything worked out fine. And then I said, okay, I'm going to decorate the shelves. I have some open shelving between two cabinets in there. And this was kind of interesting because I went into my stash and I just started pulling out things that, you know, I thought, okay, well, I want to do sort of what will my theme be? And I thought, well, maybe I'll just use some of my old garden books and whatnot. And a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And I had like um, one of those little washboards and it was sort of the things that were left over that I wasn't going to necessarily use, the things that were a little more green and red. And I decorated it all and I really had a good time doing it. And it was so nice to be able to do that after the debacle with the feathers. And it looks really pretty and I loved it. And But then I was looking at it and I was like, there's just something wrong. There, I just, I don't know. I I don't feel right about it. It just feel good. And I realized that I had slipped back into my old colors uh. <laughs> and a little bit of my older, my other look from my other house because I was like, these things are so pretty. And I had some like green glass with uh, like a French label on it. I mean, like it's so pretty. If I saw that at, you know, an estate sale or at the Rose Bowl, I would be drawn to it still. But I looked at it and I stepped step back. I mean, you can only step back so far in my laundry room. It's not that far, but I stepped back as far as I could and I looked and I was like, this looks like my shelves for my house in San Marino. Like, do I want this now in this house? And it was so easy to let that happen. And it looked really pretty and there was nothing wrong with it. But I, I've changed since then. And my decor style has changed a little bit. And it, not to say that that was bad and new is better. It's just different. And so I have to say the other day I deconstructed it all and I kept a few of the elements, but I did it much more of kind of where I am now and Mm -hmm. what the rest of my inside of my house looks like. And I'm much happier with it. So is it a a color palette that aligns to your house? Yeah. So now it's yes. you know, a lot of, if there's still a little bit of green, because I used a little, a few of my gardening books and I have this old, uh, this it's sort of some uh, shovels, because it's kind of like, I mean, you know, because it's sort my laundry room is out in the barn. So I can do a little bit more of an outdoorsy look. And then, but then I incorporated, you know, the little washboard and other little things that are more laundry centric. But, um, it's much more neutral. It's much more, um, it had some black in it. It's, it's, and it's simpler. There's not as many items. And so I was thinking about how easy it is to default to what you've always done in decor. Mm, that's true. Yeah. And how that still feels comfortable. But, you know, if you've changed up a little bit, like it's, it's just, like anything in life, it's moving forward and not looking back. And so I was kind of, I didn't, I, it didn't feel right with the look back. So I'm glad that I, you know, even though it looked pretty, I'm glad that I changed it up again and I'm really happy with it now. And it definitely flows better with the other part of the, the house and what I want to see in the barn and the house. Have you guys ever had that experience where you just, 
I'm doing that now. I'm, I yeah. took a look back because I just wanted to bring, I just have been in a blue mood, not, not like, um, I'm sad, but a color. And I thought, well, I'd like to bring blue maybe back to my family room. And that's what I'm doing now. And I'm, I really didn't talk about it on our, the changes in the beginning because, oh, I've got to do a lot of work in there. So um, I just started, I bought these two chairs. Uh, we have a pottery barn outlet very close to our house. And Bobby was driving past it one day. And just from the windows looking inside, I saw these chairs. And I said, Bobby, so she slams on the brake with no, her good foot. I didn't slam on the brakes, <laughs> but I said to Bobby, I mean, I said, Bobby, you, we've got to stop. I love these chairs. They're, they're a, um, they're not a navy and they're not like a medium blue. They're not quite a cobalt. Um, but they're, it's a very saturated blue. It's very beautiful, like a blue and ivory print that I just adore. So I ended up buying two of them. Like they're, you know, they sit, they're going to sit on either side of my, um, uh, mantle and my bookcases in the family room. And I am bringing that color, uh, very judiciously into my family room. And I think I'm going to do that with pillows on my ivory sofa. We're getting rid of this one chair that I love, but I mean, we've just worn it to death, uh, keeping another small chair. And I think I'm going to have another, a chair slip covered. I don't know that I'll put more blue in fabric, but I'm even thinking about like, you know, those rugs that, that are oriental, they look like they've been used for like centuries and they're all sort of muted and there's Washed pieces out. of the yeah. patterns uh-huh. missing. Yeah. And sometimes they do, I know sometimes they take old rugs and do a color wash. An acid wash. Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. about putting that down instead of my sisal, which I love. I love. That That'd However, be gorgeous. my sisal rug, which I have found out, my little Anderson is old enough now to zoom cars around. Yeah, and oh. he'll do that on my sisal rug, and it looks like it's shedding. Oh, so. but it is. <laughs> yes, and you know, I, I, you know, I vacuum my house, so I've never really had a shedding problem till I've I've had this foot problem, and now he can run around and zoom cars and things. So I'm thinking about putting like an acid oriental washed, you know that. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Do you have yeah. a link Gorgeous. that you can put in the show You know, notes? I've been looking, but I don't have anything in particular that I love yet, but I'm definitely on the prowl. And then I'm thinking about ch- ch- changing my, I have sheer curtains that I made that have like a, a, a burlap topper. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do, I think, an off-white linen from the ceiling to the floor. Nice. Oh, so that'd be gorgeous. That. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now you're, you're sort of saying you were going, you've had blue in the past and you're going back to blue. So yeah. now did you have, in doing it, did you have the experience that I did on this little micro level with these shelves where when you first started to do the blue, did you do start doing it the way you did it before or did you do it new? No, actually I did it new, but I have a lot of blue and white um, downstairs, uh, you know, just blue and white dishes and, and, um, big ginger jars and things like that. And I brought them up and they looked very dated Mm -hmm. next to that. So they're back down. I use them for tablescapes and things like that. They're beautiful for that. Um, but no, they have to be, it has to be a much more updated modern look or something that isn't blue. It's a certain blue and it has a certain look and, uh, 
yeah, so I, I think we're going to continue. And I just may bring a tad of that um, into the breakfast nook because that's an open area. There's a kitchen, then a breakfast nook, then the family room. That's sort of the back of my house. Mm-hmm. And I just may put like something on the chairs because I have upholstered chairs done in like a, a caramel color almost. Very, very, very um, neutral. And um, that color blue works so well with that color, that that sort of... Yeah, that is a nice combo. So I guess the takeaway from all of that is for you guys, and you know, a tip is that, you know, yeah, things come back around and stuff and you might want to, you know, start doing colors that you did before, but you have to do it in, in a fresh way and it can't be just a repeat of what, you know, was on your shelves 10 years ago or five years ago. And, you know, while it's easy and sort of comfortable to slip back into, you know, your old decor style or what you had going on before, you know, like I did, you know, it was kind of my default. I, you know, I was tired from cleaning up the feathers and I wanted to put some stuff on the shelves. And I was like, I don't want to, you know, you know me, I don't want to throw anything out. I don't want to throw this out. And they were too good to give away. And I thought, this is all so pretty and it looks so nice. And I was trying to convince myself that I really liked it, but it just felt like, eh, you know, been there, done that. So if you're feeling a little been there, done that on any of your shelves or in a room or any place, you know, there are ways to just simply freshen it up without spending a lot of money. It might just be taking some stuff away. Because mm-hmm. yeah, before there was always point. more. Don't you mm-hmm. think, Anita? There was yeah, yeah. more stuff. Yes. Yes. I think that's that's the way to go. So we did a little updating on what's our, our houses. We'd love to know what's at your house. And before we close out today, we have today's tip of the day. Okay. Our tip of the day from a DTT listener is from Melinda. Now, Melinda knows that I, in particular, am a little shoe phobic for the interior of my house. So she oh, sent me us, too. <laughs> and Nita as well. And she sent us this lovely email with a great tip. Uh, the tip really derives from her daughter's time living in Japan. In Japan, they have a custom for leaving a basket of nice but inexpensive slide on slippers right by the door for the guests to put on. And just sort of no questions asked. That's what you do. Or at least with the people that her daughter was hanging with in Japan. So I, that's a lovely people option. people get the tip? I wonder if they get the tip here in Japan. I think they would just know. But here they'd go, oh, they have a bunch of slippers here. Right. <laughs> and walk around. Exactly. I wonder who left those. <laughs> right. Here you might have to ha- make a little sign and clarify or something like that. I don't Help know. yourself. Or just point to them. Or, you know, suddenly when someone comes in, you know, just be shuffling around your own little slippers or something. Yeah, you might have to give somebody the heads up to why you have a basket of slippers. But I think that's a lovely idea. And, you know, for the person who is in tune to what's going on, uh, they would probably pick up on it and, you know, go for it. And it's kind of nice to slide on a nice pair of slippers and, you know, it's com- comfy. Well, it's comfy. Yeah, I think well, it's nice for the guests. Can I add this? I saw the funniest advertisement. I think it was on Instagram. There are these, there are these like squares that, and they're, they're padded, I think, that you put your foot like your shoe on and it automatically grips your toes and grips your heels. Have you seen that? And what, what does it do? Tell me again. It's like a, it's like a, uh, you, if you are coming in a house and you don't want to get it muddy, let's mm-hmm. say you're a workman 
Yeah. They have these like big squares and they're sort of padded. Uh-huh. And you, and it, I think it has like a, some kind of impervious, uh, top to it. And you put your foot on it. Are these like snowshoes? The corners <laughs> grip your, over your shoes. Oh, so it's like, almost like you have like lifts it's, on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it was so funny. I had to watch it a few times because I just found it so comical. Like, what does that? Is there a secret magnet? Is there something yeah. you're stepping on? Interesting. Why does it just grip your shoe? And that would be an option, a very silly option, but a fun one indeed. <laughs> okay, ladies, is that it for today? <laughs> I think so. All I think right. we well, covered I think, everything. I think we did. So um, we just would love to hear what's up at your house. And we particularly love it when we get pictures because it's so much fun to see. the. And we share so much of our house. It's really fun if you share yours. Uh, so remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.